Podcasting from a sex-writing cave somewhere in the middle of the internet, this is The Smutlancer Show, a weekly podcast where we discuss writing about sex and getting paid to do it. The Smutlancer Podcast is hosted by Kayla Lords and Molly Moore, two sex bloggers who have more ideas than they have time in the day. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. The Smutlancer Podcast is produced weekly, except during those times when we finally admit we need a mini vacation. Show notes are found at thesmutlancer.com. When you're ready to take your smutlancing career to a new level, join the Smutlancers community on Patreon. For as little as $5 per month, you can ask questions, get answers, and interact with both Molly and Kayla and an entire community of other people who create content about sex and want to get paid to do it. Head over to patreon.com slash thesmutlancers. That's patreon.com slash thesmutlancers to learn more. Hey, y'all, it's Kayla Lords, the Smut Lancer, back from a, I told you, I didn't know how long I'd be gone on a podcast break. I told you I would come back when I had something to say. And not only did I have something to say, I had somebody to say it with. I don't have to do this alone anymore. The Smut Lancer podcast is back. And I am now working with the fabulous, amazing, oh my gosh, if you don't know her, you better go freaking get to know her, Molly Moore of Molly's Daily Kiss. Hello, Molly. Hi, this is so exciting. I know, I know, I love it, I love it. So if you are a regular listener of The Smut Lancer, you should have heard many, 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 many months ago, many episodes ago, the interview I did with Molly talking about Eroticon, which is the premier, the best, the only sex writing conference in the freaking world. And if you are a sex writer, you need to figure out how you're going to get to Eroticon. We will spend other episodes talking about that. But just in case anybody's like Molly who, first of all, I think you're living under a rock. Come out from under the rock. But Molly, briefly, who the hell are you? Other than my friend who I love. <laughs> oh, my God. Briefly. Uh, Molly Moore. And I blog at mollysdailykiss.com, which I've been doing for nearly two years. Um, <laughs> She's the grandma uh, of sex blogging, y'all. Like, I, okay. <laughs> there are people who have been around longer than me, so hush. Um. Uh, yeah, I run Simple Sunday and King of the Week and Elast and obviously Eroticon, which is, um, as she said, that sex blogging conference thing. Um, I love it. It's, it's, quite, it's quite good. She's so British. Okay, for my American listeners, she is so British. <laughs> I'm over here like it's the fucking best thing you'll ever go to in your whole fucking life. And she's like, oh, it's okay. It's nice. She stands in a line better than I do, too. She's very British, y'all. Uh, we, we are meeting in the middle. We are crossing oceans to be together through the power of technology and time zones. Um, and we are doing it to help y'all be whatever version of a smut lancer you want to be. Um, I never thought I had all the answers. I still don't think I have all the answers. Um, Molly is somebody that I looked up to for a very long time before I was ever brave enough to talk to her. And then once we started talking, we couldn't stop. <laughs> what And what I have found is we have very similar philosophies um, about sex blogging, about being people on the internet, yeah. about being kinksters. But we do things differently. We don't, we're not in lockstep with one another. I have gone to Molly for advice, listened to her advice, thought that's really good advice, and then taken none of it because it didn't fit me, it fit her. And in reverse, she said, what do you think? I've gone, here's what I think. She's gone, okay, and then done something different because <laughs> she, we have to do what works for us. But we have the same goal in mind, which is create good content, 
have people find us, put something better into the world about sex or kink or whatever than was there before, and hopefully make a little money doing it, or a lot, quite frankly, uh, of money doing it at the same time. So this feels like a good fit to me, and it's so funny. So anybody who knows me, either as the Smut Lancer, but definitely as Kayla Lords in the kink world, you have heard me rant a million times that I don't do group work and I don't like teamwork. And I am a freelancer and a Smut Lancer who works in a little corner of her house by herself for a fucking reason. Um, mostly because team teams have always let me down. I've either been the note taker, I've had to get it all done, and the other people did not carry their weight, which is why I think most of us hate teamwork. Um, but... I had been watching sort of a thing happening online, both in the sex blogging community and just in general, the different places I try to learn from. And collaboration was absolutely a thing that was getting talked about a lot. And I thought, I wonder if that's something I should do. And I didn't take it further than that. I just kind of thought, oh, that makes some sense, but I don't like teamwork. And then I tweeted a random idea that I was having that I wasn't even sure would be an idea. An idea, quite frankly, that came from Andrew of Kinkcraft. Shout out to Andrew of Kinkcraft. I love, love, love Pixie and Andrew. And he was like, you should do this thing and maybe do it through Patreon and blah, blah. And I was like, eh. So I tweeted the idea out. And next thing I know, there's like this little tap on my virtual window from my friend Molly going, hey, hey, you want to work together? And it's so funny. I hate teamwork, but the moment you said that, I was like, that is the best idea I've ever fucking heard. I would work with Molly Moore in a fucking heartbeat. And I didn't even hesitate. I was like DMing back, yes, please, when would you like to start? (laughs) I know, which was actually kind of like a bit terrifying because, so it's funny, we should also say, we had talked about working together in the past. We had both kind of had vague ideas about things none of which we're going to tell you here because you never know maybe one day we might actually do them um but where we said we should do this thing together we should do this thing together but we never they were always kind of like conversations that we had on a sunday afternoon whilst we were like putting the world to rights so like they weren't hugely focused but they were like oh i had this idea perhaps we should do it and we never really did then i saw your tweet and rep- send you that DM going, hey, perhaps we, like, do you want to work together on that? We could do that together. Forgetting that you are you. <laughs> <laughs> How could you forget that I am me? I am the most me I can because I don't know. I had, a, like, I had a moment. I had a moment. And so I thought what would happen is that you would go, ooh, okay, that's an idea, which you kind of did and say, well, what do you mean by that? Which you kind of did. And then I didn't really have an answer for that because we should put into context, all this happened just at the beginning when Michael was getting very sick and had just gone into hospital. And I saw her tweet literally those first few days. And so although I replied, my head wasn't even like, I don't even know at the time why I replied because I was in a place where I didn't even know what the day of the week was or my name was anymore. And then suddenly I've got Kayla going, tell me your ideas. And I'm like, I don't know my, I don't even know what my name is, let alone what my ideas were. So it was all like a bit weird. And then, so we exchanged a few messages with me going, well, I don't really know what my ideas are, but we could do this thing. I feel like there's something here that we could do together. And because Kayla's Kayla, she went, you're right. We're going to like, let, what about this? And I'm like, oh yeah, let's do that. That's great. Um, and so the next thing I know, like we have like, we have a patron and plans and she's written stuff. And so this is a part of the part of the conversation about collaboration is collaborating with somebody 
who you know is going to do the work and you're going to do the work. And here's where I have to say that I really probably owe Kayla a massive an apology because she has done the vast amount of the groundwork for this project um, and, and I really haven't. You know, she set up the Patreon page. She's written all the stuff. I wasn't in a place to be able to do that. Michael was very, very, very ill in hospital. Um, so she has run with our idea, uh, you know, her original idea, then our additional ideas, and she's kind of put this thing together. So um, she's amazing. Don't let her say anything else because she's done a disproportionate amount of the work that I feel crappy for. But hopefully, as we go along, that will even out and, and everything will be fine, which I think we know because we know each other really well and because we trust each other. And because we understand that situation that we were both in, like I'm not hoping that neither of these guys ever get ill and, and need that turnaround. But, you know, who knows whatever happens um, in the future where actually I'll be able to repay Kayla some of that little bit of time um, and do something that she needs me to do. So, yeah, collaborating is a cool thing. But, yeah. Here's what's funny, because the thing I always hated about teamwork, group work, whatever you want to call it, when I was in school, when I was working in the corporate world was because when I had to pick up the slack, it was one, it was never appreciated, two, it was expected, and three, it, I wasn't working with people I trusted. So I, and I usually knew exactly who I was working with, and I knew I couldn't trust them. And so picking up the slack was not, there was never a guarantee that it would be returned for me to me later. It was, if you want it done, this is how you have to do it. In this case, I never thought of it that way. I knew that um, Michael was in the hospital. I, having had parents and spouses, not this current one, thank God, but other people in the hospital, I know how stressful that is. So I was over here going, I don't even want to ask her a question, Chick, because Molly does not know her name right now. And I know she does not know her name right now. But the the coolest thing that I've discovered so far, and this collaboration is in its infancy, even as we're recording, is that because I trust you, and because you are somebody I have wanted to work with for a very long time, mm -hmm. um, it was actually just comforting to know that for the first time ever in this part of my smut lancing life, there was somebody to bounce ideas off of. So typically, smut lancers, we work alone. We work alone on purpose. I love working alone. I am an introvert from hell. I just want my keyboard and silence and I'll work. But there is a lot of angst when you have a new idea, when you want to try a thing. And I think it's important to have community to bounce ideas off of. I think it's important to have a network of people that you can go talk to and that you trust. But knowing that you have a partner that you trust so that if they tell you that idea is horrible, like if you had gone, what the hell are you thinking of? One, my feelings wouldn't have been hurt because we would have laughed at that. And two, I would have known, oh, that was a shitty idea. And then I would have stopped myself from doing something ridiculous or being foolish or making a stupid mistake because I got somebody there as the person who's going to stop me and go, oh, no, no, no. Have you thought about it this way? The other thing I loved was because I can't possibly think of everything. And that is the other pressure I feel as somebody who works alone most of the time. There is no way to think of everything. When you were looking over the things I wrote, you came up with great ideas that I went, well, yeah, that, yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah, but I may never have thought of them or I've been six months down the road before I thought of them. So I got double the brain power, double the experience. I got a weird sense of security. So 
it's not like you're gonna fix anything I do wrong, but it's just knowing that that person's there, that it's not all on me, that there's somebody else I can have a conversation with. And it's somebody whose judgment I trust. I do not partner with people lightly. Poor John Brownstone, like we were together for years and years before I finally went, hey, you wanna do a thing together (laughs) beyond our relationship? And so I do, and I have that kind of collaboration with loving BDSM because of John Brownstone, but I'm married to him. That's a whole different story. It's a whole different level. Right, because I was gonna say, like for me, the only person really I had done collaboration with before um, Eroticon was with Michael. Um, he's kind of been part of this journey right from the beginning. In fact, I like even wrote in my Smart Lancer um, profile that you got me to do that actually he was probably the my inspiration really because he's been right from the beginning the person who stood behind me going you can do this like believe in yourself do more re- you know um, stretch yourself blah 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 type stuff which has been a very powerful message um, and given me a huge amount of confidence but then. Obviously, Eroticon, taking on Eroticon with, was a huge collaboration with Girl on the Net. And again, it was with somebody who I admire hugely and believed in and trusted. And it was an amazing collaboration. Working with her was awe-inspiring, quite frankly. She is an amazing person. But also, we just got on so well. She is my very dear friend now, and I love her to pieces. And even though she's kind of moved on from the Eroticon project, she will always be part of it because she was there from the beginning with us and kind of, um, you know, we set off on that path together. Um, And she's been great. And one of the things you just said then really made me smile because... She's the person who so often, particularly all eroticon stuff, where I'd say, well, what do you think about this idea? And I know that she will say to me, well, that's a shit idea, um, which is so, uh, for me, is really important. And vice versa, if she came to me and said, well, what do you think? And we certainly had those conversations where I was like, yeah, we're not doing that. Um, but that's really important that you have that kind of relationship where you know you can trust the other person to tell you when your idea is crap. Um, because otherwise, it, it, you, I, I just think that's so important, and that was so important between Girl on the Net and I and Michael that we all knew that we could say that and felt comfortable doing it and also knew were confident that the other person would do it. And I think that's the same for you and I. I know that if I said to you, well, what about this? you would consider it and if you see a problem like you'd go well we could do it but this how's this bit going to work or are we actually doing the, are we perhaps we should do it this way around or ultimately actually one of your ideas crap um and that's actually one of possibly the most important slash powerful parts of a really good collaboration is to be able to say when someone's idea isn't great or needs adapting or whatever and to know that you want your partner or partners to do that exactly that you can handle it because i know there are some people if they told me my idea is crap <laughs> either depending on the the relationship i have with that person or how i feel about that person either i'm going to laugh my ass off and tell them to kiss it or my confidence is going to just crumble because maybe there's somebody that i you know have, have think is somehow 
this bigger entity and they've just said something and now I'm thinking I'm an idiot. I, my imposter syndrome comes out. It all happens. But you need somebody who on a certain level is your equal. So you have skills I don't have. I have skills you don't have. We each have different experiences. So if you compared us line for line, yeah. there are things I excel at. There are things you excel at. But in general, we are peers. We are on the same level. So when you tell me that's shit, I'm not going to take it personally. You have not crumbled yeah. my whole world. I can handle it. There's no power imbalance. And two kinky women talking about power exchange as collaboration. Of course we will. Um, and I think that's important too. We are on equal footing. We both want this to succeed. We both understand who we are, even as we still have things to learn about ourselves and we will learn about ourselves in this process. We know what we do. We know what we think. We know what we believe. We know how we prefer to work. And this is a combining of those forces so that we complement each other. In some ways, you know, there are going to be a lot of times that one one or both of us is going, I agree completely with what she just said. Yes, I agree completely. And it'll sound like a broken record. But there will be times where, you know, one of us is going to sit back and go, I don't know enough about this. The other one does. Take it away. And we're going to complement those deficits that we have. And I could not, like, that's the picture perfect example of a collaboration is you you pair up where it makes sense and you, you match where it makes sense and then the things you can't do the other one can do and that's ideal and that is ideal i have a feeling going through this we're gonna find places where and and there have been some conversations we've had where we're like i don't know enough about this me neither but the cool thing is between the two of us we can go find the people either the people who can tell us or the information to find out and then we can bring it back and we've doubled our output we've doubled our power we've doubled our reach and i don't even mean audience reach just oh you can't do this but i can so i'll go and it gets i'm just it's so exciting i'm kind of even just thinking about it now it's kind of a natural high like let's do all the things together except not all the things only some of the things so that our relationship will will survive it because god i think john brownstone's the only human being on the planet who can do all of the things with me and even he sometimes goes look i got to go out to the wood shop to do some something else uh-huh. you have to stay here by yourself for a little while um and i'm and the cool thing is you and i are both the type of people who go i've got an idea and then we usually act on it and we can say that to each other and our husbands can just stay yeah. stay like doing whatever they're doing and, and they'll they'll be probably much happier <laughs> to each other so let's back up a little bit and talk about our collaboration and exactly what's working. We've been talking about it on Twitter. So if you follow us on Twitter at the Smut Lancer, at Molly's Daily Kiss, or at Eroticon UK, that's Molly. I'm the Smut Lancer, or I'm at Kayla Lords, but all that. If you've been following us, you've seen some of it. Um, so I went to Eroticon 2018, 2019. What year are we in? We're in 2019. I don't know. Numbers are hard. Uh, I do words. Um, and as always, I had a blast and I did a lot of presenting and I did a lot of, let me tell you what I think about stuff, right? And people actually asked and I was like, oh, you really want to know what I think you should do? Oh, give me a second. I can tell you what I think you should do. And I came back from that going, I want more of that. I want more direct contact with people to help them, to answer their questions, to watch them succeed, to give them the tools, to share my knowledge, to, to just be a community. And of course, there is a sex blogging community on Twitter. It's a thriving, active community. But it doesn't, uh, one-on-one conversations and question answering is not always easy there. 
So I was given the idea to, and I said, I would totally sit in a room and let people just come ask me questions as a thing, you know, at a Rodicon here in the States forever. and would, would happily do it, sit there, come ask me questions. But I can't pay the bills by doing that. So that's not really an option. So the idea was given to me by Andrew from Kinkcraft. And he said, you need to do like a membership thing where people pay money to get that kind of access. And you have to offer value. And, and I know that anytime you want somebody's money, you better damn sure offer some real value for it. But give people that opportunity. And I thought that's a really cool idea. But I was very hesitant to start because it's also a commitment. Once people, if people were even willing to pay money for this, I then had to commit to being there and to being able to help and to giving what I said I would give. So I hesitated and I hesitated and I hesitated. And then Molly and I had this conversation. And so what was born from that is the Smut Lancers community. We call it just, it's a community on Patreon, patreon.com slash the Smut Lancers. That link will be in every show notes page of every episode going forward. Don't worry, you'll be able to get it. Um, and we offer different tiers where depending on how much you can afford, you get access. But every bit of the access is designed uh-huh. to help Smut Lancers who want to make money no matter where you're at in your journey. So if you can afford $5 a month, you get this access. If 10 this. If you know, And we move up from there. But we are doing it together, which for me took a lot of pressure off. I still feel the responsibility to give what we've said we would give and provide the value but the pressure of being the only one to ever look at the slack channel or the only one to set up a screen chat that's gone we we can divide and conquer and so i was like well that's cool but that's not enough (laughs) somebody out there is like really kayla that's not enough yes that was not enough and i said you know and i think it happened when we were having one of our skype conversations and we always have joked that if anybody could just listen in on our skype conversation we would solve the world and they if they would just do what we told them to do. And by the world, we really mean the sex blocking community. Let's be honest here. Um, and so that's when I had another bright idea because don't get me started once the ideas start rolling. Uh, and I said, I'm going to bring back the podcast, but I want us to do this together because right. it's not enough to have this community. And I think paid communities are good that way labor gets paid for that way people have skin in the game. And if they, if they can, and if they want to, they're getting the value for their money. But I also believe in making information available for those who do not have the money for it. And I was like, I want to bring back the podcast, but I don't want to do that alone anymore either. It's like, oh, oh, Molly, would you like to do the podcast? (laughs) And then here we are. And so the way we currently have it broken down is two episodes a month will be us together. One will be talking about a singular topic like collaboration this uh, week. And then we'll do a mailbag episode um, in the month where we will be begging for your questions um, whenever they pop up and they occur to you. And then um, I will do a solo episode once a month and Molly will either do a solo or she'll invite Michael because he can talk SEO kind of stuff and website stuff. Um, and then we may throw in some interviews from time to time. Um, that is where, you know, talk about what each of us brings to the collaboration. I'm looking at you, Molly, more with your interview skills. You go right on it. I love the idea of interviews. <laughs> I am like all of my anxiety comes out say interview and i'm a ball of nerves so it's like ooh, that's a strength molly has that i don't let's utilize that (laughs) so that's how we're collaborating and god you've been blogging what you said told me earlier nearly 10 years almost 10 years you're really close i've been blogging for seven years 
Um, we've been doing our own thing for not quite as long as we've been blogging. And it's now that we're ready to, you've been collaborating with other people longer than I have, but it's really now that you and I are ready to collaborate. And it's funny because I think there are people who, who will tell themselves, oh, you should have done this earlier. Or, you know, why did I ever wait so long? I, I, sometimes I think that kind of thing, but I usually think that things happen when they're supposed to happen, when the time is right. You have to move forward and make it happen. You have to put in the action and the work. But, you know, I, I feel like this this is the time when it makes sense to do these things. And I think that if I had tried to do these earlier on, I would not have been as good of a team member as I can be now. Does that make sense? Now, yeah. And I think for me, um, taking over Eroticon, um, which obviously we've done three years now, I think prior to that, I wouldn't have had the confidence for a start to believe that this was something that I could do in that way um that's kind of like really changed things for me so taking on eroticon obviously originally with girl on the net and michael and now it's just michael and I um has really kind of made me go oh actually I have skills and knowledge and um abilities that I probably I mean I had but I didn't believe in myself um prior to that so yes could I have done things much earlier yes was I ready no and I think I really think that's a, a big part of it I think there will be some some smart lancers out there who are listening like oh does this mean I should go find somebody to collaborate with uh-uh I think that there's a little bit of the stars aligning if you if you want to believe that way but I, I think you have to be ready because it yeah. comes back to there being you want to make sure there's no inherent power imbalance you know I, if I wouldn't call, I would have no problem working with somebody who has less experience with me if I have that level of trust in them. But I also think that it has to still be somebody who they might have less experience, but they have enough confidence to tell me they think I'm wrong. And they have to have enough, whatever it is, for me to feel confident in their um, judgment. So I think that it's also that. Like, I couldn't have come to, you've been doing this longer than I have. I wouldn't have, we wouldn't have been an equal match three years ago even before you started doing Eroticon. And we've now got enough stuff on our own that we bring our right. own abilities and experiences right. to the table. And I think that that's important. Also, I think there's that, like, which we kind of touched on a moment ago about the fact that we had talked before about working together. We had previous conversations with various ideas. But obviously, even though we'd kind of talked about them and been like, maybe we'll do that thing, we'd never run with them. I guess they just never felt quite either it didn't feel like the right time the right moment or the idea I guess never settled with one or other of us where we pushed forward with it and so I think that there is that thing about stars aligning where it just felt right like you had that idea you tweeted it I was like oh what about joining forces here bringing you know and then suddenly it was like literally like those two things happened literally your tweet my dm and bang together something was created in that instant and it just felt right in a way that previous conversations although we seriously considered them and we talked about them many times we, they'd always been like oh we should do this thing we should do this thing and then suddenly it was like oh this thing and so i think like many things sometimes you know when it's just right it's right when it's right and when you feel that then like that's the time to go for it when you feel that thing whether that's collaborating with somebody or whether that's a project of your own 
when you have that that feeling that moment where you're like oh that that is great that's when you know like you should go for it so yeah i think that yeah. definitely there was just it just stars aligned it was just the right moment it was the right idea the right moment the right time for us to, to give this a go hopefully i feel like it's i mean i'm really excited about it i think it's gonna be really successful when you came to me about the podcast i was like i didn't even have to think about it for more than like two or three seconds it was like absolutely yes i mean i podcast before yeah and then that's been on hold for a really long time although weirdly you coming to me about this idea and podcasting again made me kind of go oh maybe i'm gonna bring back my podcast which i think i might be gonna do so that's kind of exciting. uh so i might do that again um but yeah so this was like a no-brainer when you came to me and said hey what about this developing this yeah from that initial idea and then like doing the patron and then you know <laughs> let's do the podcast to feed it into that um and to kind and, of and that was cement this collaboration i think um in a way it was like the, i mean you wouldn't you didn't even need to like really ask me like the minute you started talking i was just like yes when shall we start how shall we do it so um oddly though with that conversation just so everyone knows that conversation also happened whilst michael was in hospital we had a whole massive conversation where we had a came up with a whole plan about what we were going to do and which which episodes we'd like there was going to be a the mailbag episode the joint episode and then wife episode we wrote all this we had all this i say wrote because i didn't write any of it down because michael was in hospital and then like the last couple of weeks i've been like what did i agree to like i never wrote anything down so you need to just tell me what to do at this point because basically you're like oh, if we're doing the tango here you are definitely the lead dancer and i am literally being swelled around the room so just and i have no problem with that role i will tell people what to do left and right happy to do so, it <laughs> again i was like i i agreed to shit but i don't know what it was <laughs> so just tell me what i agreed to and i'll rock up but you know the reason that works is because we know each other we trust each other you know I'm not going to ask you to do some wild bullshit thing that doesn't mean anything. And I know that I have, you know, I know you and I trust you. So I know that you're busy. And if I just remind you, you're on it. And that's been the best part. And that, you know, I think, I think a lot of this has been about action. So for me, when I know an idea is a real one, it's because I get started. Like the moment everything's sort of like in place, I I'm taking action. I have lots of ideas all the time. I never take action on. They're great ideas. I love these ideas. I'm obsessed with some of them, but I've never done anything. This one, the moment we both went, yeah, we can do this. I was ready to take action. And then mm -hmm. I was able. That's the, that's the bit. That's the bit, everybody, where I say I forgot to <laughs> with Kayla. Because like one minute I was having a conversation in DM and the next minute we were on fire <laughs> and it was happening. Because she's Kayla and we happening now but that's my signal to myself that this whether it works or not whether it succeeds or doesn't and i don't even know what success really is right now i haven't i don't have a measure of that um if i'm taking action then it's an idea that i can't let go of so therefore it's potentially viable and i didn't mind being the one to go yeah. hey i need you to do this because the best thing about finding the right person to collaborate with is that when i said to you hey can you do this you did the thing <laughs> i didn't have to remind yeah. you 
Right, and vice versa. Like, if they're exactly, and that I could say to you, hey, can you do this thing? And also you would know, like you knew in that situation that you were taking on the, a disproportionate amount of work at that time. But because we're friends, um, it was like, you, like it probably didn't even really, you weren't even like that a bigger thing. It's probably more from my part where I feel awful about it. <laughs> it's your guilt speaking because I don't think that all so first of all i'm i feel like i'm the one that's roped you in and gone i have this wild and crazy idea will you come along with me and you went yeah sure by the way my husband's in the hospital I went, that's fine i'll keep going and you're still here you haven't run screaming yet you haven't gone this bitch is too intense i have to go you haven't done that yet i feel like no and i love it i mean actually i love i love working with you um you're a very inspirational person you make me I wonder what I do with all the hours in my day because you seem to do like so much and I'm just like what am I doing with my life um but I love your passion for stuff and it's very infectious and that's good for me because I can sometimes be um I wouldn't say scared reticent of taking that first step of so again a bit like you I have a thousand ideas and all these things I want to do and lots of them never come to fruition and my worst habit I think is that I talk myself out of them where I just think well who's going to want to listen to me or who wants who's going to want to you know subscribe to my patron because why is anybody that interested in me um and then like talking to you just the other day about that and you were like oh you could do this and oh you could do that and because the whole patron thing is something I've been debating forever and I keep meaning to do it and I totally should do it because really I could do with another income stream. But it's one of those things I keep talking myself out of in that kind of way where I can be reticent. So the, I love our relationship and our friendship and this collaboration because it's very inspiring for me because we're very different. So we bring very different skills and strengths and those things about you can't can rub off on me and I can be a bit more like start doing things where and then hopefully some of the things that I bring to it like rub off on you where you're like oh that's a really good idea like you said you're as you said you wrote the initial thing which was like your real like bang 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 whereas mine was a much more considered position which is I think probably very reflective of me where then actually I just took a step back and took time over what you had written and went well, hang on, I think we need to, like, if we did it like this and if we do that. And so that kind of works that, you know, your instant bash of like, boom, here it is. And I and then there's me who is a bit more like, OK, let me pick this apart. Um, exactly. And we come up with a better end result that can still be tweaked and will still change as we learn things. The other thing you bring to this, and I don't think you give yourself enough credit for it, but I look at it like a superpower, quite frankly. So the thing I hate almost more than anything on the planet is conflict. I, not in a dangerous way, but I do not always keep my boundaries the way they should be. I let people sort of trespass over them a little bit, especially online, especially, you know, if they're doing things they shouldn't do, especially with content. And you are, in my mind, always the fierce warrior who's like, I said no, and that's what I fucking meant, and that's not okay, and I have no problem telling you that I think that's not okay, and you will do what I tell you to do, or you will go the hell away. And I'm like, I don't possess that power. Like, I can 
block somebody. I can ignore somebody. I can look right through a person as if they're not there. I'm really good at that. But standing up and going, that's okay. I'm really not good at. And it's really bolstering to know that I've got on, on my side, I've got the person who would see somebody not following the rules the way they're supposed to and go, uh, no, that's not okay. Right. That is, and you know what? I think I, I should tip a nod here to eroticon for that because that's something, I mean, I would say that I'm good at anyway, um, but eroticon has helped me hone those skills because you have both um, sponsors who have obviously paid um, a significant amount of money to be at eroticon and therefore get to ask for things <laughs> within reason guys within reason so there i'm having to kind of be like lay down boundaries even with sponsors not that like uh, you know all our sponsors have been brilliant i have to say this but there are still times where i've had to say actually you can't do that one of the ones where we've had problems or well, not problems but people wanting to do a thing is often about creating video content because of people's anonymity at eroticon that's something that we've had to be really careful about so that's something which quite we on with a few different sponsors over the years i've had to be like actually no you can't do that or where we have enabled that to happen has been like in a very specific manner so you know learning to kind of be like actually no uh, even though you've paid your money no <laughs> I love you uh, which can be really hard to do actually is a skill that I've really developed and actually being able to go back to people and go well no because or no but what about this instead um yeah I think it's a good skill to have I, I agree I do think I'm good at that <laughs> you you are very very good at that so for anybody listening do we I'm not going to tell you I think you need to run out and collaborate with anybody and everybody I don't think every idea automatically necessitates a collaboration I do I am starting to come around to the idea that if you want to do bigger things especially that have the potential to grow an audience grow an income you are going to need help and that help comes in the form of hired help if you can afford it a partner whether you're your romantic or or whatever partner like you know we're married to ours and they god love them just keep showing up and going yeah sure how can i help you know thank god for them um or you find a peer within the community but i would never say everything needs a collaboration i do i get a little leery when i see people whose entire model seems to be on collaborating with other people so they're constantly bouncing off of other people's platforms and i'm like yeah but what's your platform i think you need to have your own thing, but I, I think that it's right. it's definitely something that, that people might want to consider more, yeah. especially if you have an idea that you really believe in, but you think, I, how could I possibly do this on my own? I'll need help. And I also think it's important to realize that just because you might be ready to collaborate with somebody doesn't mean that they are ready yet to collaborate with you. It's got to be the right person, the right time. Um, I have seen collaborations go wrong. Thankfully, I was not... I don't like group work, y'all. I wasn't a part of any of them. But, you know, friendships can get ruined. And, you know, then you've got, like, Twitter wars. And, and it's just, it's, there's a lot of animosity. And so it is a risk that you have to take. You know, I try to, I try to imagine, like, how long will I be a sex blogger? How long will I be a podcaster? How long will I work with my friend Molly Moore? And I'm like, I can't, I don't, I'm old enough now, I'm mature enough now to, I never say forever because, let's be realistic. But I'm also like, until it stops being fun, until it stops 
you know, feeding something within us that we need to, to have. And, and I, I think that both of us are mature enough that one of us knows we could go to the other and go, I have loved this, but I'm done now. And it is, still, right. and that's the kind of partnership you want to have is where there's enough mutual respect that it's like, a, it's, it's like any relationship, but I always go back to DS relationships in the sense that you have to be able and willing to communicate. You have to say the hard thing. You have to be able to say, I don't like that idea. You have to also be able to say, I can't do this. I want to do this, but I can't do this. And you can't ever leave the other person in the dark. They, you know, and, and there will be mistakes made. And just like you went through all this with Michael, I'll go through something but the thing you always did, and you did it from the beginning, which tells me that I can expect it throughout the whole time. You, you always communicated. You were I, to me. You don't have to apologize. Your husband's in the hospital, or he's just really sick at home. Like it was so sweet. You're like, I'm so sorry. Stop apologizing. It's fine. I love you anyway. Um, and I think, I think that's the kind of thing that other people um, who are looking to potentially collaborate with people in the community need right. to think about, is this person, somebody you like, and this, this sounds silly maybe, but is this somebody you like well enough that you'll tell them the most honest, <laughs> ugly thing you can, you know, will you say something that to somebody else would hurt their feelings, but is, you know, the absolute truth that they need to hear. I would never say anything to Molly in a cruel or mean or ugly way. I would always say it with kindness and empathy, but I would say the God's honest truth. I would say exactly what I was thinking, whatever that might be. And I know that I'm going to get that in return. And if you're going to work together in, in the level that we're working together now, that I think is part of what you need. I have a feeling we will learn more about collaboration the more we do it because we're going to, we're going to come into situations we've never experienced before. And we're going to have to figure out how to navigate them together and how we feel about them. And we're probably not always going to agree. And we might get a little annoyed with one another. I mean, that's that's the business of relationships. And just like uh, a loving relationship, a sexual relationship, just any friendship, they all require a level of effort. Like it's, it, it's not always easy. And if it is easy all the time, I'm going to guess that it's not always very deep and meaningful either because if it's easy all the time it's very surface yeah. level and we're talking about goals and plans and money and those kinds of things get very sensitive very quickly for people but uh -huh. if i didn't feel like i could talk to you then i wouldn't be able to collaborate with you either so for anybody who's considering it that would probably be my biggest piece of advice is make sure that that's somebody that you truly believe you can say just about anything to when you need to say it um, I was thinking, because I was like, you know, collaboration to do a big project. I know I see a lot of people doing it on Twitter. There's some Twitter chats going on that are collaborations. There are people who have taken over hosting blogging memes, and yeah. they're doing it together as collaboration. So collaboration is going on all around us. But I had this thought, um, and I do my best thinking in the shower while I wash my hair. I don't even have that much hair, and yet that's where I do the best thinking. And I think we, the sex blogging community, collaborates more than we realize. Yeah. And... I think Molly will recognize this too, as I only run one blogging meme and you'll run what, like 50, 60, like half, half the sex blogging internet is yours. I don't know. Um, I'm always like, if I see lips, I know who it is. That's all that matters. Great branding, by the way, <laughs> great branding. Um, but when you participate in a meme, a blogging meme, Masturbation Monday, Sinful Sunday, Kink of the Week, Wicked Wednesday, Boob Day, I don't care, Food for Thought, any of them, you are collaborating with each other and we'll call it that but let, let me spell it out for the listeners and see if you can see where i'm coming from so the blog host hosts the site cre put, 
does their best to build an audience to get traffic to that site, puts up weekly or bi-weekly or however often a place mm-hmm. where other bloggers can create content on their own website, bring it back, link here, so that ideally, if everything's working well, you will get more traffic to your site because readers of the blogging meme site, Sinful Sunday, Masturbation Monday, whatever, come there, they click, hopefully, perfect world, you've written the best smutty smut you've ever written in your smutty life, and they become an audience member for life. That's half of it. And I think a lot of bloggers think that's it. You just write a thing, you link up, you're done. But there's another half to it. There's a partnership here. As the blogger participating, we all have our own rules. Blog uh, meme hosts all have our own rules. Mostly the same with some some small differences. But the big rule is you put our badge, you link back to the site, and hopefully you encourage your audience to go to the main page. And if everybody does that, like uh, for Masturbation Monday, we're averaging about 25 to 30 blog posts a week. Sometimes a little less, sometimes a little bit more, but right in there. If all 25 of those bloggers told everybody in their audience from the dozen for the blogger has a dozen people come to their site to the blogger that's got a thousand people coming to their site and said hey i participated in this meme you should go check it out then the host meme site grows as well and we all grow together we are feeding each other you're sending me audience members i'm sending you audience members we are collaborating to grow an audience to grow awareness to grow sex positivity like whatever it is a love of smut i don't care And that is, at its most basic level, a collaboration. We do not talk about that. And the big problem, and it's not a big problem, it's a a minor annoyance that I find as a blog host, a meme host, is that some people take that very seriously. They're like, hey, I'm in this thing. Go click these lips. You'll see other naked pictures, and it'll be great. Sinful Sunday is the best. And then some go, I'm here to do my part. For I'm here to do my, get my thing, but I'm not going to do the other part. I'm not here for the other part. I'm not working with you. And so whether you realize it or not, whenever you participate in another blogger's thing, you are collaborating. Even if it's not expressly said, even if you didn't have a conversation first, that is your very first collaboration in the community. There are video collabs that happen on YouTube. There are things that happen on Instagram with tagging. There are all kinds of things can be considered a collaboration, even if we never use that word. And the best test to me of whether you're a good person or not to collaborate with is what you do when it doesn't really matter. Do you hold up your end of the bargain and follow the rules and, and, you know, say, Hey, go here, go there, do this, check that out. And do you build other people up or do you come in get what you need out of it and get out? And if you, if the person you're considering collaborating with is the type of person who never gives back to the community, they come in, get what they need and get the hell out then that's what they're going to do in your collaboration when it's one-on-one. Like if you, the most basic thing we do as a community member is link to one another. And if the people who play in that sandbox of linking can't be bothered to help anybody else out, it's, they're not going to be the people who can help anybody else out in anything bigger. And that's my very low key rant. <laughs> people in blogging memes. It's, it's very frustrating. Um <laughs> So now I, I do think that, I think this will be a very interesting collaboration. I'm very excited about it. And I think that would be the other test for anybody considering, should I collaborate with it? Are you excited to do it? If you dread it, if you dread the Skype calls, if you dread the DMs, if you dread the emails, I would personally say, mm, this is not the right time. Um, even if it's your own anxiety or your own mental health causing the dread, it might still not be the right time for you. Like it's, I 
will say for the millionth time in this one episode, I don't like teamwork. And I could not get into Patreon fast enough. I couldn't schedule the Skype call fast enough. I put Molly Moore on my to-do list. That is not as sexy or kinky as it sounds, but it is true. Um, And... (laughs) I want to add that to my bio somewhere. I've been on Kayla Lord's. You go right ahead. I freely give that one to you. Because for me, if something makes it to my to-do list, it's done. It's happening. It might not happen right when I think it will, but it is happening. And that's how excited I was to get started. Even though I have asked Molly Moore to stay up really, really late in her time zone just to record podcast episodes with me. And she is doing her level best to not uh, let it be known she's yawning, but I'll out her and Poor thing, she's exhausted. Do you know why? Because it's gone dark here all of a sudden. Like, it wasn't too bad up to about, I'm going to say, 15, 20 minutes ago, because the light, and what a lot of Americans don't appreciate, is how far north the UK is. And so in the summer months, it stays light here until, like, half past nine at night. Um, And we're not quite at um, the summer equinox, but once we get to the summer equinox... It will actually stay light here approaching 10 o'clock. It will be like, yeah, it will be probably like quarter to 10. So it is quarter to 10 now, and it's, I can actually still see light. The sky is still bright. There's a brightness slightly over there behind the trees, but it's gone dull enough outside that now it's gone very dark inside the house. And I haven't put it because there's no other lights on because it was basically like broad daylight, literally, what, half an hour ago. It was fine in here. Uh, so there's no other lights on. So it's gone really dark all of a sudden, and that made me really yawny all of a sudden. <laughs> or I know how to drone on and on until somebody falls asleep. It's okay. It's okay. No, um, <laughs> no I I um, I wanted this first episode to, for us to be talking about collaboration. We have just in the couple of hours we've been on Skype today planning and talking and recording other things that you will hear soon enough. Um, we've come up with half a dozen ideas already of things to talk about like the that's the other thing i don't think that it will always be this way i think right now we are in new relationship energy i think it's all very bright shiny and exciting i think there will come a point where we get into sort of a routine and it's not as exciting and i don't think it has to be exciting when you're planning your collaboration it's, it's not gonna be exciting all of the time but I think it still has to be something that's important to you, that you want to do, that you feel good about. And I think if you have that base level of things we were talking about earlier, where you have the trust of each other and the ability to communicate and the respect for each other and the friendship, then even when you kind of get into the, uh, yeah, we haven't really done anything new recently, have we? What are we going to do? It's easier to pull yourself out of that. It's easier to, to work through those things. Um, but we're definitely, we're definitely like all bright, shiny, excited eyes aglow i was like i think we're gonna try and keep the podcast to 30 minutes everybody laugh now it's okay yeah i know well i say that with every podcast i host and i i'm a terrible liar clearly i'm wrong all the time um but hopefully these episodes will come across as the conversation that we hope they do because we do have good conversations um and it's a little bit like letting you get the the sneak peek into the way we think about stuff um our next episode after this will be a mailbag where we answered a whole bunch of questions that people submitted to us online um you can send us questions at any point through the month not just when we ask for them um you can follow me on twitter facebook or instagram at the smut lancer or at kayla lords molly moore you'll find her at molly's daily kiss or at eroticon uk 
Um, wherever you follow us, you don't have to, to tag both of us. It can be one or the other. You can always submit a question. You can submit a podcast episode idea if there's a topic you'd like us to go in depth on. Um, so going forward, we'll do one together a month. We'll do a mailbag together a month, and then we'll each do a solo one. Um, but you will be hearing more and more of us. And if you want more, if you want more help, if you want more uh, answers to your questions, if you want a growing community of fellow Smutlancers, um, definitely check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash the Smutlancers. Um, because depending on the um, level you can afford, you get direct access to us and to each other. So you can get your questions answered and learn more things. And um, we have a Slack channel that even with not that many people yet is a very busy, busy little Slack channel right now. I can't hardly keep up. <laughs> so before we go, is there anything else you'd like to say, Molly? I don't think so. Just I'm looking forward to this. I really am. I'm excited by it. Um, looking forward to seeing where we go with it. I think that's one of the things as well that's worked really well with us is that we had like the initial idea then we fleshed it out with something that we could get started with but we're both realistic about being like we're going to see how it goes we're quite flexible we're going to grow with it together it will lead us somewhere i think wherever that may be but i think because we're both very on the same wavelength we're quite relaxed about that idea of being like well we'll kind of figure out a lot of this stuff as we go along I oddly, actually, that that is one little thing I want to say is that when you start a collaboration, I mean, it's that that hasn't been the case for Kayla and I because we're very good friends and we've known each other a very long time and we have a great level of trust where we haven't really kind of, you know, we haven't like written a contract or anything like that or, you know, um, defined lines of anything particularly. But that's because we came to it through a different way, through a connection, which is very strong. Anyway, we didn't haven't felt the need to do that. But if you were going to do something with somebody where perhaps that wasn't the case, or that perhaps it was a more business type thing, then I would recommend thinking about fleshing out some of those things about being like, well, who's going to be in control of who's going to, you know, who's going to manage X, Y, Z. How are we going to manage the money aspect of it? Um, you know, who's going to pay who, for example, those kinds of things. We haven't, we've kind of, I've just kind of gone, do, we'll, we'll do all these things and you do that and just blah, blah, blah. But um, we, I think we're very lucky and very privileged to have a very um, close friendship where we totally trust each other and have don't feel the need to do that. But th- I'm going to say that probably that's the exception rather than the rule and that actually the rule should be plan your collaborations particularly if you're doing something kind of quite big and maybe that involves money too um rather than perhaps just a creative collaboration that's not necessarily directly (laughs) about an income um then yeah perhaps have a little bit of sitting down and being agreeing on some terms of how things are going to go me and her haven't done that it's going to be fine no i mean truly nobody's worried here like at all and uh, like it's all cool but um yeah, I think that, I think that's it. I would actually say this is a moment where, like, just don't really kind of perhaps do what we've done, <laughs> where we're just going, oh, fine. Yeah, especially if you're like I, I've known this person for six months a year. We've known each other for years now. 
years and we developed the trust and we developed the friendship. But even if I think if you and I had come out at a less organic way, we probably would. And for, for, for my kinky smut lancers out here, just think of it as a DS negotiation. There's no power imbalance, it, but there is a, a two yeah. sides of a slash kind of thing. And you need to negotiate who's going to do what and when. Yeah. And what's funny is we do in our own way. We very loosely, very lightly, you're in charge of Slack. You already know you have to teach me everything about it. Yeah. You'll probably have to teach me stuff about Skype too when we get there. Right. And that has been something that we've already like found. Like, you know, uh, the Slack channel is something I've kind of kept on a lot more. If there's something in there where I really feel like I'll be a bit like, oh, Kayla, go and answer that thing. Yeah. So... You know, as we've gone along, we're starting to find our strengths in this partnership and who's doing what and whatever. But we are coming from a position where we're comfortable doing that. And so if that's perhaps not the case, then you might want to think about fleshing out those things beforehand so that like there's no surprises along the way. And like, I'll be honest with you, we're so relaxed about this that with the first month's little bit of money, Kayla sent it to the wrong <laughs> for me. So it's, that's how how completely un uh, like you know organized that little that part of it has been. Where she was like, oh, "I sent you money," and I went back <laughs> to the wrong place. Love, like don't say I don't know who that was. Like, oh, you know, I did so, that really quick. Yeah. Uh, don't do don't do that don't do that <laughs> there's some don't, don't do uh unless like it's with your best mate and you know it's all gonna be cool bananas but um you know or your partner because for a lot of people their collaboration is perhaps with their partner or partners and that's probably also gives you a slightly different perspective where perhaps those things aren't needed but if not then i would have say you want at least some of the basic framework agreed to so that one nobody feels like they're doing a disproportionate amount of work and two nobody diddles anybody out of anything would be the two things the two major parts of it yep i agree completely and i and you're right we are we are doing this like we will be eventually on the list of don't ever do anything the way we did it, it worked for us but it it it's cuz we are yeah. a weird exception <laughs> but you know what i think you're right and i think for me the only way collaborations work is like this it has to be somebody that I have an existing relationship with, that I have that trust with. I, I struggle yeah. with collabor- the, the short-term collaborations to do sponsored posts on my website. One of my big tips that I'll, I'll probably be doing something on the Smart Lancer website about soon enough is when a brand pays me money, they pay me through PayPal, that's my request. I do not transfer that money over to my personal account until I've delivered the work and they have gone great, we're done, because I don't trust them in that collaboration to not renege on the deal and say, oh, that's not what I wanted. You need to give me my money back. I'm actually in a position like that right now where I did the work, I got paid, I did the work, I published the post, and the brand is like, oh, well, we wanted uh, do follow links. And I'm like, baby i don't do do follow links and that was not discussed and i'm now waiting for them to come back and say they want the, like i just i don't trust those kinds of collaborations so i i handle them very differently and this one is this is the only kind of collaboration i can do i've either got to be married to you or one of your besties like that's that's it there's no in between <laughs> so yeah i i definitely think people should consider it i think that there is 
strength and working with the right person. But I think it's like any relationship, not everybody is going to be the right person for you. And I do, I think you're completely right. You've got to lay down the groundwork of who does what, get it in writing, know what is expected. That's a, it's a lot harder for there to be um, hard feelings when things don't go as planned. If everybody knows what to expect and what they're supposed to be doing. Um, but you know, yeah, we, we will be that list of, of, uh, of don't do it the way we did it. It's, this is probably not best practices, but I am excited to be sharing this with everybody and I'm excited to see what we do. And I'm excited to see how many people we can help by just combining what we know and our own experiences to benefit others like that. I'm just, I'm not a bleeding heart about a lot of things. I am, I am way too much my Scorpio self for that, but I am a bleeding heart about those things. Like I just want to help people be their best selves, whatever that is, especially smutty people because y'all are my people. And I just, I want everybody, I want it to be sunshine and roses for everybody. And that's my optimistic baby girl side coming out and there. Um, so we have totally broken my, uh, oh no, we'll keep it to 30 minutes thing. Be prepared for this going forward, y'all. Just just know this is probably how we'll be. Um, it has been great talking to you guys. Thank you for listening to it's. Te- I'm not going to, we're probably not going to, I don't know. Is this the 51st episode? Is this episode one of the new Smell Answer? I don't know. Are we numbering them now? I don't know. Um, yeah. But it is, you know, hopefully helped you with a little bit about collaboration and, and thinking about it and, and whether you should maybe move forward with your own ideas on it. And as always, reach out to either of us with questions about this or anything else. And and we will likely talk about it in an upcoming episode. And if you become a patron at patreon.com slash you can ask us these questions directly and we will answer you directly as quickly as we are capable of. So instead of waiting a month or two for an episode to come out or a blog post to come out, you get an answer right in Slack or right by email or whatever. So just know that. Okay, that's it for us. Love talking to you, my, my dear friend Molly. I'm glad we get to do this together now, and I'm going to be all mushy-gushy about it. I love it. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Smutlancer podcast. If you like what you just heard, please leave a review on your favorite podcast app and check out the blog, past episodes, and other great info at thesmutlancer.com. You can follow The Smutlancer on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. It's at The Smutlancer in all three places, or follow Eroticon on Twitter or Instagram at Eroticon UK all one word, Eroticon UK. For more tips, tricks, and help from your fellow Smutlancers, join us at patreon.com slash thesmutlancers. Thanks for listening. Let's do this again next week. Mm-hmm.